Welcome to Gondrepreneur, helping Gondrepreneurs grow and succeed in every sector of the cannabis industry. Gondrepreneur will introduce you to the cannabis pioneers who are paving the way for future generations. Learn about the shifting landscape of the market directly from the experts and get to know some of the leading minds in the industry as they tell their story of struggles and success. Now, CannabisRadio.com presents Gondrepreneur. Hi there, and welcome to the Gontrepreneur.com podcast. I'm your host, Shango Lose. The Gontrepreneur.com podcast gives us an opportunity to speak directly to entrepreneurs, cannabis growers, product developers, and cannabis medicine researchers, all focused on making the most of cannabis normalization. As your host, I do my best to bring you original cannabis industry ideas that will ignite your own entrepreneurial spark and give you actionable information to improve your business strategy and improve your health and the health of cannabis patients everywhere. Today, my guest is Andrew Rosner. Andrew is founder and CEO of Media Options, a domain brokerage and investment firm. He received the Domain Broker of the Year Award in both 2014 and 15. He has also been inducted into the Domain Name Investors Hall of Fame. He founded Hempbox.com, is an investor in Steep Hill, Vita.com, Loto Labs, and Evoke Vaporizer, and is CEO of our very own Gontrepreneur. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Thanks a lot. Great to be here, Shango. So, Andrew, let's start at the very cusp of this. To get a good grasp of the market dynamic behind domain names, when speculating on domains, what is the model for actually making a profit on buying these in advance? It's no different than any other asset class, and that's exactly what domains are. They're an asset class, although you know, the general public probably doesn't recognize that. This stage, you know, I think we are still in the early stages of the Internet, and that's becoming much more common. There's a lot of large money family office money, private equity money, moving into the domain market, you know, hedging by owning some, some premium domain names. I mean, it's, the principles work the same as real estate, essentially. You know, you're looking for, buy, you know, essentially you're trying to buy from the investment standpoint, obviously, is what I'm discussing. But you're looking to buy under market, you know, value investing in the, in the very Warren Buffett sense of the word. And then, you know, either holding or flipping, you know, there's many ways to monetize but it's value investing. You're looking to find domains that you think are available to purchase for less than what they may be worth to either the wholesale market in the course of a flip or to the end user who is ultimately the, you know, the company that could put good use to that domain and drive commercial value from it. So choosing the right domain name seems to be the key between making no money and some money. So what are the attributes that you look for in choosing a profitable domain name? Okay, so that's true both from the investment standpoint as well as the end user standpoint. You know, having done this for as long as I have and having completed as many transactions as I have, I have seen it firsthand. The companies that come to me, these startups that come to me and say, you know, we want to buy this domain name, whether we own it or we're helping them to acquire a domain from a third party. And they say, no, we're not going to pay more than $5,000 for that premium.com. And you're like, well, the domain is worth a lot more and you're not going to get it for less. And they're like, well, I'd rather buy a .io. And, you know, I say, okay, fine. I mean, you're going to pay me to acquire the domain name. I don't, you know, I'm going to give you my advice and you can take it or not. And the ones that don't take my advice and the ones that go out and buy that .io or .net or some other alternative extension, they don't get the premium domain or they put some prefix or they put some suffix on their domain name. They don't buy the premium domain, the right domain that they should from day one. 
Those businesses just have a much worse track record. I think, I think that the mentality of the founder or the mentality of the guy making that decision is probably reflective of some of the other business decisions they're making. And obviously, there's exceptions to the rule. But for the most part, I see founders that come in and buy the best domain for their business from day one. Those turn out to be successful businesses. Now, on the investment standpoint, you're looking for very much those same domain names. You're looking for the domain that that smart founder is going to want. And more than want, you know, ideally, they're going to need, right? So you're looking for domain names that represent some type of commercial service, product, whatever, or something that represents a tremendous brand, a generic brand, something like ring.com, R-I-N-G.com, you know, that, that was recently sold for a, a quite substantial price tag and, you know, is now the Internet of Things doorbell that everybody's uh, raving about. You know, I think if I had to put quantifications on it, the most common attributes that I see people looking for at the brand level is no more than six characters, .com, ideally one word .com, easy to spell, passes what we call the radio test, which is if you hear an advertisement on the radio and I say, you know, visit us at xyz.com, you know, when you get home, you know how to spell it. You're going to know exactly where to go. Easy to remember, easy to, you know, spread word of mouth without having to explain it. Whereas if it's something like, I don't know, vanilla.com, you know, you, you call your company vanilla, but instead of buying vanilla.com, you buy vnla.com and you think that you're clever and you think you're cute, but really, <laughs> you know, all you're doing is creating a branding catastrophe because you say, you know, visit us at, you know, we're vanilla and here's our message and come visit us. And they're like, well, you know, you're not at vanilla.com, you're at vnla. And that's every time that you say your email address, you need to explain it to somebody. Yeah. You know, that can be painful. So, Andrew, I would think that timing is really important as well because, you know, folks like you have been collecting cannabis domain names now for several years. And some people are saying, oh, you know, all the good cannabis domains are taken. But from working with you, I know that there's a certain amount of R&D at play here and finding out what the next wave of cannabis domains are going to be cool so that you can buy those in advance. What are the moving parts? How do you look into the future to know what good cannabis domains will be coming along. Okay, so if you want to focus specifically on cannabis domains, then I'll say that, you know, timing on multiple levels. So across the board, on a daily basis, I tell everybody, not just in cannabis domains, but in domains in general, price is very low in the hierarchy of needs in completing a successful sale. And timing is very high. Timing is the absolute unequivocal uh, most important variable in any domain transaction, whether you're buying, you're selling, timing is everything, probably 80, 90% of the transaction variable equation. In terms of cannabis, you know, there's two ways to look at it. So in terms of timing, yes, all the good domain names are gone. I mean, everything that is worth anything today is gone. If you register something on GoDaddy today, unless it's got some unknown meaning to the rest of the world, it's worthless and you can tell yourself otherwise, but for the most part, you're registering something that is garbage. It's worthless. You're probably going to have to upgrade later down the road. It's going to cost you a lot more or you're going to fail. <laughs> well, that, that sure is chipper. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's just a fact. I mean, I've conducted, you know, a hundred million dollars in domain transactions. I've seen the guys that come. I've seen the guys that go. I've seen the ones that win. I've seen the wins that lose. You know, it's exactly what I talked about before. And so 
that's the first element of timing in terms of cannabis domains is that, yes, anything that is good, that has intrinsic value today, it's already gone. Okay. But when I say it's gone, it just, all that means is you can't get it for $8.99 on GoDaddy. And so everybody, or a lot of people have it in their head that like, oh, you know, if I can't get it for $8.99 as a new registration on GoDaddy, it's gone. It's, you know, forever lost. And that's bullshit. It's not true at all. There is a very active and healthy aftermarket for domain names. There are a number of large portfolio owners in the cannabis market that have tremendous portfolios of cannabis-related domain names. Some are of generic nature, descriptive nature, like mjshops.com, right? And then there are others are more brandable, something like bluedream.com, you know, one of the, the, the iconic strains in the cannabis market. There was a company I just saw, I suppose went public, but there was a, a press release about a company called Pineapple Express and they, you know, launched their brand on pineappleexpress.com. That put a smile on my face just because Pineapple Express is another iconic brand in the cannabis industry. It doesn't need to be used necessarily just for representing the strain that it describes. It can be used for any type of business because it has that mindshare. You know, and mindshare is another one of these variables that we should probably come back to later in the conversation. But people immediately, if you say my name is bluedream.com, my name is sourdiesel.com, people know the industry that you're operating in from the start. Okay. And then what you offer in that market, you know, is up to you. But you've already captured some degree of mindshare. You've already created an instance where people know who you are. They're going to remember who you are. They're going to know where to find you. And, and ultimately, that is what domain names are all about. You know, if we look back, why do we have these types of domain names? Well, because we started out with these long strings of IP addresses that nobody could communicate or remember. And we needed a way to facilitate something else that would be more memorable, something that would be more communicable, that would express a message, a communication. And that's ultimately the underlying value of a domain. And so you're looking for attributes that further help to achieve those, you know, that value, that memorability, that ease of communication, easy to spell, easy to, the shorter the domain name, the faster it is to get onto your website, particularly in a world where, you know, mobile internet use is now exceeding desktop internet use, right? So the, if you're on your mobile phone, you don't want to type in a 12-character domain name or a 24-character domain name, you know, that's three words or, you know, the shorter it is, the better it is. I think that's a good example that it is much more like real estate, where even though the domain name that you want may not be available at eight ninety nine, you can definitely find it on the secondary market, just like you can buy a piece of real estate on the secondary market. We're going to take a short break and be right back. You are listening to the Gontrepreneur.com podcast. After a short message from the sponsors who made this show possible, Gontrepreneur will return. Gontrepreneur.com, your guide to the cannabis business world. Gondrepreneur.com is a comprehensive resource for cannabis professionals and entrepreneurs. Download the Gondrepreneur app on your smartphone or tablet to catch up on cannabis industry news, scroll through our daily job listings, and learn about successful cannabis companies, executives, and investors. Gondrepreneur.com, helping Gondrepreneurs grow. 
Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Doc Rob, the concierge for better living. Cannabis is just one of the many great plants that we have on this planet called Earth that we can use consciously and intelligently to improve our well-being. Take a real, raw, inside look at healthier living while sharing great ideas and improvements for a better quality of life. Learning to live and live well is a lifelong process. This is a journey. It could be you could be 80 years old or eight years old. You can still learn something that's going to make tomorrow a little bit healthier, a little bit easier, a little bit happier, a little bit better. The Concierge for Better Living with Doc Rob. Only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to help Gondrepreneurs grow. You're listening to Gondrepreneur only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. You are listening to the Gondrepreneur.com podcast. I'm your host, Shango Lose, And our guest this week is Andrew Rosner of Media Options. So before the break, we were talking about the attributes of what makes a good domain and how best to go about getting it. So Andrew, you know, to kind of use your own portfolio as an example to educate folks on how to put together the entirety of a portfolio, what have you collected recently? And, and what are some of the domains in cannabis that you've got that, that you think are going to be winners long term. Yeah, so I'm happy to discuss that. You know, one point I just want to quickly make before we cut out for the break, we were talking about the similarities to real estate. You know, I want to emphasize how true that is. Just the way that real estate deals are, are, are done. And like you said, you know, when the open land, if you want to buy, let's call .com is like Los Angeles or New York or Miami. It's a, you know, it's a, the prime real estate markets. Just like you can't find an empty lot there anymore, you know, if you want to buy something in those markets, you're going to buy it in the aftermarket. And the same is true here with domain names. And those transactions can be structured in many different ways. So it's not just that, oh, you're going to get raked over the coals. If you're dealing with an intelligent operator, you know, there's a lot of ways to skin a cat, so to speak. You can do a lease. Leasing has become a very popular way of handling a domain transaction for a high value domain. And even, you know, that lease can be structured in many different ways. You can do a straight lease where, you know, it's a fairly low monthly payment. The domain generally would get held in escrow by a third-party escrow service. We like to use, you know, a company called escrow.com, licensed, bonded escrow service, state of California. You know, they hold the domain name. Nobody has to worry. The transactions are 100% secure on both sides. Everybody's protected. Payments go to the escrow service. They confirm receipt. Then they send the payment to the lessor or the, or the seller. Then you have like a lease with an option to buy, right? Where people can say, yeah, I'd love to buy bluedream.com. And, you know, obviously you can't get that for $8.99 at GoDaddy. It's going to cost you some money. And so maybe you can't afford to buy it now because you're a startup in the cannabis space, as most businesses today are, right? I mean, this is a relatively new industry. So pretty much everybody's a startup. You know, big or small, everybody's a startup for the most part. So conserving cash flow is pretty critical for startups. If you can't lay out a lot of cash up front to get your domain, don't give up hope. It's still better to enter into a lease. 
It's still better to enter into like a lease to own where you pay a monthly fee to lease a name. You get full use of the domain just as if you owned it, but you have the option to buy that domain at some time during the course of the lease. It might be a year. It might be three years. It might be five years. Every deal is different, but you've got an option to buy that domain name when your company achieves a point where you can afford to buy it. You know, you raise money from an investor or a group of investors. Maybe you become cash flow positive and suddenly you're making a lot of money. Maybe you get acquired by somebody bigger and they say, okay, let's, you know, get rid of that lease and let's just buy out the name. Alternatively, there are equity deals where there may be some cash, there may not be some cash, but there's an exchange of equity. You know, early on you had mentioned, you know, I was a founder in Hempbox. And I wasn't the founder. I was one of the initial founders. When they were getting that idea off the ground, they came to me because we had hempbox.com. And the way that we structured that deal was with equity. You know, I came in, I offered a lot of my guidance and advice as somebody who's been extremely successful in the online media business. And I gave them my domain name in exchange for a piece of equity and helped them to found hempbox.com. We've done many deals like that. So circling back around to your own portfolio, what yeah. are some of the domains that you've collected that you think are going to be the winners? And the, and the goal here is, is not so much as to point out on how much money you're going to make on these, is that it's more so that you can model for folks what a successful portfolio would look like. Yeah. So, I mean, we've got, we've got some great ones. I mean, the top of the pack is clearly MJ.com. MJ.com, twoletter.com, you know, basically the single most valuable asset class on the internet, you know, they've all been gone since the early 90s. You know, basically they have a, a liquid, absolute liquid market in the seven figures. So that's definitely the biggest name that we have in the cannabis space. And then we've got lots of great brands related to strains like bluedream.com, sourdiesel.com, chemdog.com, grapeape.com, afghanica.com, goes on and on, hindukush.com, you know, lots and lots of the top iconic strain names. Then we've got, you know, more generic names like tincture.com or tinctures.com, swag.com, strains.com, landrace.com, you know, and then we've got some sort of more like clever phrases, something like passitaround.com or mycannabis.com or myweed.com. You know, ghostsmoke.com, things like that. I can that. see how each of these are actually appealing to a different segment of the market. Like some of them might be used by an established company that wants to extend their brand into a slogan. Some might want to leverage a famous strain. And others are just vocabulary that's really common in the industry that someone could build their brand around. And so it sounds like by putting together a portfolio, you're decreasing your risk by increasing the variety of what's in the basket so all sorts of different buyers would be coming to you instead of just one kind of buyer. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're trying to you know, get exposure to as many elements of the market as you possibly can. Any type of investing is about you know, hedge your risk, you know, making sure that you're taking advantage of any of the opportunities so that it's a, you, know, you don't go 100% down this path and then the success ends up down the other path. Right? You, you want to make sure that you know, you've got exposure uh, across the board. 
Well, then let's talk a little bit more about the buyer. So if choosing the right way to sell your domain names is such an important aspect of making money, what do you think is the best way to go about it? And it might be a case-by-case basis because, you know, you can sell through broker sites yourself on an auction or you could do uh, direct sales by reaching out to a company that you think is a good target for it. How do you think is the best way to be getting the most for these domains that our people are collecting? So, yeah, I think on a case-by-case basis, it differs. I mean, on a very high-value domain name, I think it's generally best to use a broker. There are a lot of variables, a lot of sensitivities to negotiating, you know, a high-value domain transaction. You know, there's a lot of education involved generally in terms of why is this domain worth that much? There's intricacies involved in the transfer. You know, obviously, people are much more concerned about risk when it's a high-value dollar amount. And so, you know, on anything, let's say, you know, $10,000 or more, I think, you know, using a broker is probably intelligent. I don't think auction sites are necessarily the best way to sell a cannabis-related domain name today just because I don't think the market has evolved yet to where it should be, where there's enough liquidity in the market to say, okay, I'm going to roll the dice, throw it up in an auction and hope for the best. You know, in terms of direct sales, it's just up to the individual. I mean, some people are good at sales. Some people are comfortable with sales. Some people are comfortable getting on the phone and discussing things with people. Some people are, you know, not. A lot of people are not. And so I think that's just up to you. But yeah, if you've got a good domain that you, you know, you think you know who some of the great users are, email them, you know, send out some emails, make some phone calls and, you know, try to network a little bit and see if somebody wants to buy your domain. I know that in the early days, and maybe even still now, you've actually been on the phone yourself calling the decision makers at these companies who you think are a good target for your domain name. Do you find, I can imagine that some people might think that that is a hoax or something, and that, wow, you're actually bringing me this domain I've ever always dreamed of. How do you get over that hump into believability with whoever your target is? Yeah, I mean, it all comes down to reputation. I just tell people, you know, look, Google my name, Google my company name. We've got an exceptional reputation. I mean, I sell domain names too. I've sold Mark Zuckerberg a domain name. I've sold Elon Musk domain names. You name it. I mean, basically, I'm the top domain broker in the world. Pretty much, I've sold domains into every category of every business and service known to mankind around the world. You know, look, I mean, if trust becomes an issue, I just basically say, look, here's some contact. Call these people or Google my name. Look at what people say about me. Look at what I've done. You know, that's basically what it comes down to. But ultimately, yes, I mean, domain names and people that own domain names for speculative purposes, you know, they still there's still a bad reputation out there, which, you know, nece- shouldn't necessarily be the case anymore. It's not about trademark squatting anymore. You know, it's, it's the value is in these generic high value brands. And that's a really good point for new entrepreneurs to, you know, make sure you keep your own personal name brand clean and make sure people are saying good things about you and referring you instead of bad things. It's time for us to take another short break. We'll be right back. You are listening to the Gontrepreneur.com podcast. After a short message from the sponsors who made this show possible, Gontrepreneur will return. Your connection to quality cannabis insurance services is spelled K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R. That's Karcher Insurance. We have worked with ventures like cannabis for over 60 years. We're proud to represent over 50 companies with tailor-made cannabis plans for owners just like you to insure your product, your plants, and your pursuits. K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R spells out their full-service insurance services ranging from commercial 
commercial to bonds to personal from life to health and more. Contact the team at CarterInsurance.com and let our experience work for you. That's K-A-E-R-C-H-E-R Insurance.com. Contact Karen and the team at Karcher Insurance at 1-844-421-3560. That's 844-421-3560. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. Growing green to generate more green. Hello to all you happy herbalizers, smiling, trippy hippies, and everyone who believes in freedom and tolerance. This is The Grow Show, and I'm Kyle Cushman. From food to fuel, from remedy to resource. Welcome my guest, Ed Rosenthal, the guru of ganja. Let me ask you, right now I hear your lighter clicking. Are you smoking indoor, or are you smoking sun-grown? What am I smoking? I'm smoking concentrate. <laughs> Way to get out of the answer there. So you're truly like the, the, the king, right? You just have you just clap your hands and somebody brings you a bowl and you're all set, right? Mm, I wish that were the case. <laughs> the Grow Show with Kyle Cushman, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back to help gondrepreneurs grow. You're listening to Gondrepreneur, only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. You are listening to the Gontrepreneur.com podcast. I am your host, Shango Lowe. So our guest this week is Andrew Rosner of Media Options. So Andrew, before the break, we were talking about how to know when you've got a good portfolio put together. And I would think that there's a certain time to give up on domains that you've been paying dues on for a couple years, and you're realizing, oh man, this is just never going to make me money. How do you decide when there is a dog in the basket and you just need to stop paying on it? Yeah, I mean, good question. We, we, we get a lot of people almost every day emailing us with lists of just terrible domain names that have no value to anybody. Ultimately, I think when you're evaluating your names, you say, look, you know, are, are the words in the wrong order? You know, dream blue is not the same as blue dream. <laughs> are you getting clever with some kind of prefix or suffix that really today has no value, even if you think, oh, well, somebody someday might want that, you know? At the end of the day, you know what? You're paying $10 a year on average to maintain these domains. If you've got 100 of them, you know, that's $1,000 a year. After a couple of years, that starts adding up. And it's like, you know, that crap domain that you've got, you know, unless you're going to sell it for some multiple of those thousands of dollars that you've been paying to maintain the overall portfolio, you're not even going to make up. Even if you sell one name for $2,000, you're not making up for the renewal fees you've been paying on the rest of the crap portfolio for years. You know, I think if you're not getting inquiries, if it doesn't have any traffic, you know, if it's not, doesn't have immediate intrinsic value and, and mind share, then it's probably not worthwhile. So I'm sure that we've got quite a few listeners who tuned into the podcast because they themselves have collected, you know, a handful of cannabis domains. And now from listening to you, they totally get the example of this is real estate. And so now they're maybe excited to buy some, I guess what I'll call aftermarket stuff that's not $8.99 on GoDaddy anymore. You know, investor to investor, what advice would you offer people who want to get deeper into domain investment, how to start out and get professional? Okay, so first and foremost, ground rule number one, 
having one premium domain that costs you $1,000 is way better than having 100 crap domains that cost you $10 each, okay? Ground rule number one, don't go out and try and register your domain names because honestly, like I said, unless you've found some trend and you're getting the exact match.com domain name for that trend, and even that, trends are fleeting, right? So, so you know, it's all about timing. I would focus on buying a premium name that has staying power. If it costs more than you're comfortable with, get comfortable. Buy the one name and, you know, don't go out and buy a bunch of crap smaller names. Buy the right name from day one. When you sell that, take some money off the table or just double down and then go out and buy two more. Always, when you're looking to invest in domain names, always focus on Am I improving the quality of my portfolio? Does this incremental investment increase the value of my portfolio? Is it better than in the domains I already have in my portfolio? Or is it going to drag down the portfolio in terms of overall quality average? You're always looking to push the average quality of your domain portfolio up. That's really great feedback. So now that they've built this and they want to sell them, you've mentioned that working with a quality broker is a good idea because yes, you've got a website, but really it's about the connections that you've got and being able to connect with people like Elon Musk to be able to sell these premium domains. So after you have a portfolio and you're ready to sell a couple, what questions should you be asking a broker to make sure that you're choosing a good one? You know, unfortunately, there aren't a lot of great brokers out there, but you know, basically you want to make sure that they're not trying to buy the domain themselves to flip it. And if they are, that's not necessarily a problem. You just want to make sure that it's transparent. You want to make sure you're paying, you know, a fair fee, which is generally uh, between 10% and 25%. Depends on the value, you know, it depends on the name, right? If it's a smaller name, the commission is probably going to be higher. If it's a very large name, the commission is probably going to be smaller. The rate of commission. You know, you also want to be giving them the appropriate tools they need, like an appropriate ask price, an appropriate reserve price. You know, you don't want to be, if you're shooting for the moon, you know, you're probably wasting everybody's time. You want to put them in a position where they are set up for success. You've given them an accurate and meaningful ask and reserve price. You've given them an effective and sufficient amount of time to market your domain name exclusively and effectively. You know, you want to be transparent with them about inquiries that you've received, providing them with contacts that you've gotten before. And I think relationship is, is a lot. I mean, get on the phone, have a conversation, make sure you're comfortable with that person. You know, I think more than anything, that's probably the most important. Right on. Well, I can imagine that we've just encouraged and totally jacked up a whole bunch of people who are now ready to, to jump in with both feet. So we're wrapping it up here now, Andrew. Thank you so much for being on the show. I'm glad you could join us. Yeah, it was great to be here. You can find out more about Andrew Rosner and Media Options at mediaoptions.com. You can find more episodes of the Gontrepreneur podcast in the podcast section at gontrepreneur.com. You can also find us on the Cannabis Radio Network website and in the Apple iTunes store. On the gontrepreneur.com website, you will find the latest cannabis news, product reviews, and cannabis jobs updated daily, along with transcriptions of this podcast. You can also download the gontrepreneur.com app in iTunes and Google Play. You can now find the show on the iHeartRadio Network app, bringing Gontrepreneur to 60 million mobile devices. Do you have a company that wants to reach our national audience of cannabis enthusiasts, email grow at gontrepreneur.com to find out how. Thanks to Brasco for producing our show. As always, I'm your host, Shango Lewis.
The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.